Yes and is a mantra that can be applied to every aspect of your life. These two words are ground zero for all creativity. These two words will help you shut down fear. These two words can change your life if you'll let them. Yes, I'm serious. And this podcast is on a mission to show you how. I'm Judy Holler, the host of Yes And. If Dr. Dre and Amy Poehler had a baby, um, that would basically be me. Listen, if you're looking for a no BS approach to life, business, and your mental health, then you are in the right place. So welcome to Yes And, where we smash comfort zones and navigate the unscripted stage of everyday life together. This is a Soul Fire production. You are listening to episode 49. Yo, Fear Boss, hi. I am so excited to be back here with you on the Fear Boss airwaves and Mary. Merry everything. However you celebrate the holidays, I am over here sending you all of the holiday vibes. And I really hope that with everything going on in the world, that you are finding a little slice of peace and joy and hope this holiday season. You know, I just did my Christmas cards and I chose the word hope because of everything that's going on. It's the cover image of our Christmas card. And I really think that without hope, you know, what the fuck do we have, right? So I chose hope this year because if there's one thing I know for sure, it's this, that storms always run out of rain and that the dark, the dark exists to remind us how beautiful the light is and that the dawn, the dawn always comes. So I am choosing hope and I hope that you are too. Now it's the holiday season and I know that that can be tough for a lot of us for the longest time, your girl here hated the holiday season. I dreaded it like the plague. I hated um, that feeling though, because I wanted to love Christmas. I wanted to love the holidays. It just, it just hurt. So I couldn't. And it was only until recently that I got super excited about Christmas, to be honest, which is probably why I go overboard on all the things, because for so many years, Christmas was really hard for me. Uh, for many years, I was broke and I had friction with family members, specifically with my mom. And that still exists to this day. I, uh, for a few years, had nowhere to go. I was alone and I always felt sad and and lost and frankly, <laughs> depressed. You know, I'd put on the smile, and I'd act all happy. I'd go to the parties. I'd put on my sequin. And inside, I was not happy. I, I'd go home and just freaking cry because I was so fucking 
lonely. And at the time, friends would invite me over, which was great. And I join other families and participate in their Christmas and their traditions, which was awesome. And I loved the love and I needed it. And frankly, many years it saved me. But fuck, it would only make me sadder. And it would only remind me of what I didn't have in my own life and of the traditions I didn't have in my own family and that I was alone. So if you are listening to this right now and you are there right now, if you are alone, if you are struggling, if you are depressed, if you dread the holiday season, if you've lost someone you love and are finding it really hard to put one foot in front of the other right now, can I please, can I please just come through your headphones, through the speakers and give you a huge virtual hug right now? I want you to know that I've been there. I know that feeling and I have felt all of those feels. And and I also know that it doesn't have to be that way forever. Uh, and I'm fucking living proof of that, that things can change, that you can change and that things will change and that you, you, while it's totally OK uh, to have ups and downs in life and to feel pain from time to time, you have a choice every single day to rewrite your story. Is this easy? Nah. Is this tough? Yes. But are you tougher? Hell yes. So flash forward a decade, a decade from that really, really lonely Judy that scared Judy, that Judy that I was um, back in the day who dreaded and hated the holiday season. I've got a home and a family and nieces and nephews and a family to celebrate with. I've uh, developed this over time and I'm so damn grateful for it every second of every day because there was a time I didn't have it. There was a time that I dreaded Christmas. And there was a time that things were tough. So if you are there right now, just hang on tight. And if you can safely be around people you love and family and friends, please do it. Make plans, keep busy, uh, move your body. And, and most importantly, spend time rewriting the story you tell yourself about the holidays. Nothing you see on Instagram and nothing you see in social media is perfect. Every family has their drama. And the only person that you need to make peace with is yourself because the quality of your life and your holiday experience is a direct reflection of how you feel on the inside about yourself. Everything is rooted in self-worth and things can't sparkle on the outside until they sparkle on the inside, until you're brave enough to sparkle on the inside. And listen, the second, the second I started really loving myself, everything changed. It's okay to be sad, but it's not okay to stay there. So reflect and set some intention this holiday season. Make your plans for 2021 and stay focused on the future while doing what you can today to love yourself. 
I am over here cheering you on and sending you so much holiday love. You are my gift. And I am so honored to be here with you today. All right. So let's shout out one of you while we're talking about you and recognize this week's Fear Boss of the Week. Okay, so this week I picked Random Kid 09. And buckle up, don't you even skip forward on this Fear Boss of the Week review because you're going to want to hear this. I bet a lot of you can relate to Random Kid 09. So, Random Kid writes This podcast, along with Judy's book, have completely changed my life. I used to work at a job that I absolutely loved. I was in college working full time and getting great grades, and I felt on top of the world. Then my world shattered when the company closed its doors. And ever since then, I've had no idea what direction my life was going in. This podcast, along with Fears My Homeboy, helped me pick myself back up and find direction again. It is showing me that fear is nothing more than something to embrace. And that whenever I fear something, I now understand that it is because it is because I am about to do something amazing. I went for a new position that I found passion in at my current company. I've stepped up to do more work and I've learned to trust myself and to trust that my future is bright. I'm young, I'm out of college for just under a year, but I've always put so much pressure on myself. This podcast reminds me every day that this is just fear trying to throw me off. Since starting my fear bus journey, I have done so many things that I would have not normally done because it scared me. Thank you for this podcast and all you do, Judy. Oh, random kid 09, you are so my fear boss of the week. You are so impressive and I'm so proud of you. And I am over here cheering you on. This is what it's all about. So random kid 09, make sure you jump into Instagram and send me a DM. Give me your best mailing address so I can send something in the mail to to you or email me anytime at hello at judyholler.com. We want to send you some love for giving us some love. And listen, if you want to be our next fear boss of the week, all you got to do is take a few seconds to review this podcast on iTunes. It means the world to me. Plus, I'm not going to lie. I love reading your reviews. It picks me up on my dark days. So I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for every single one of them. Okay, and I also got to let you know that registration is still open for our Winter Vibe and Thrive Mastermind. So go to the show notes or visit judyholler.com forward slash vibe and thrive to save your spot. But damn, if you are looking for a Christmas present for yourself, this is it. And if there is one thing that has changed my life, my business and my bank account the most over the last five years, it is 100% goal-focused planning. And I want to show you what it is and how it works. And that's what the mastermind's going to do. So I'm teaching personally a live, not a pre-recorded mastermind this winter. And we're going to break down the entire Vibe and Thrive goal-focused planning process to go along with the launch of the brand brand new Vibe and Thrive Planner. Again, everything is in the show notes, but listen, I'm going to teach you in the mastermind what goal-focused planning is, why it works, and how to do it. Registration is open now through December 28th at noon Eastern. Class, class will start in between Christmas and New Year's, that magical week. 
on December 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern, and it will run for four weeks every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern again. All the info is in the show notes, but you don't need to do it alone. You also don't need to be last on your own list and overwhelmed and anxious and crazy busy and irritable and exhausted and You don't have to wait for someday. Now is the time. Today is the day. And the Vibe and Thrive Planner and Mastermind is going to light the way. Okay, yo, it's about to get real cheesy up in here on this podcast episode. But you know what? Fear experiment. I am going for it. So for the last decade, I have been getting O Magazine, Oprah, Oprah's Magazine every single month, okay? And every time a new issue would arrive, it would be this like little slice of joy in my mailbox. (laughs) I knew the pages were going to be filled with joy and positivity and inspiration and stories that would empower me. I would literally light a candle and catch a vibe. I would put bubbles in the tub. I'd pour a glass of wine or I'd sip some tea and dig in. Plus, I love the feeling, love the feeling of a a good book or a good magazine in my hands. I love the ritual of spending time with myself to read a good magazine, to read a good book. I love how it makes me feel. I love how how it carves out a little time just for me. And I love how simple it is to just sit with the magazine and enjoy it. To simply be with myself. So I'd read O Magazine and I would just feel better. I'd feel encouraged. I'd feel lifted. I'd feel empowered. I'd feel like my divine feminine was turned all the way up to a level 10. And it was just a highlight of my month. Also, there's something we need to talk about here. And it's probably why I've always felt so connected to O and O Magazine and things of the like. You know, I don't have a relationship with my mom. And it's been a strange relationship my entire, entire life. I write a little bit about this in my book and it's still strained to this day. And every now and then I tell bits and pieces of that story on social. And maybe one day, um, when I, when I feel ready, I'll share more of that journey here on the podcast, because I know that I am not alone in that struggle. But when you grow up without your mom, the main woman in your household being your role model, you got to look around for that. And especially if you want to thrive and be a badass and not a victim in your life, you have to look around for positive, encouraging female role models to show you the way, or you could end up going down a pretty dangerous path. And for me, Oprah was kind of always like that. I mean, she was on daytime television and I missed some of that because I was a little bit young and at school, but you know, in my, my twenties and certainly in my thirties, um, I really, um, looked to her as an absolute 
role model. And I remember thinking so many times, I know total nerd alert. I was like, I wish she was my mom. Like I really have always felt just this connection to her, to her energy. And anyway, uh, her confidence, her realness, her struggles, her stories, her advice just sort of wrapped me in a warm blanket when, when I felt uh, unlovable, uh, when I felt lost and, and when I felt broken, um, she was like this virtual mother figure for me for many years, showing me what it, what it looked like to love yourself, to be brave, to be confident, to defy the odds, to keep going, to do hard things, to embrace my spirituality and to not feel guilty or shame about any of it. And when her show went off the air, like the rest of the world, I was so sad about it, but her magazine kept the party going. So when the December 2020 issue of O Magazine arrived and on the cover, it said, it's been a great ride. Stay tuned for our next adventure. I literally lost it. I mean, I knew it was coming. Uh, there were announcements in July that for a lot of reasons, Oprah, the magazine was going away and things were going to be changing and that December would be her last issue. But getting it in the mailbox, I, I just, it hit me all over again and I was super sad about it. And maybe it's because this year has been so fucking hard. Maybe it's because this year has been full of so much loss. And then to lose this, I mean, come on. Uh, I am so bummed about it. But you know what? Change is good. Change is okay. And I don't like it all the time. And I bet you don't either, but I'm okay with it because I know it kicks open new doors. And I'm so grateful to have had that magazine and that publication in my life for the last decade. She's actually been doing the magazine for 20 years, but for 10 of those years, no matter where I moved from St. Louis to Chicago, here to Ohio, that magazine has followed me everywhere. So why am I telling you all of this and totally nerding out about Oprah and O Magazine? Okay, it is because there is one part of the magazine in particular, uh, her last issue ever that I wanted to share with you because it moved me so much. And I think with everything going on in the world right now, it's really perfect timing. And I think you'll love this as much as I do and that it may bring you some happiness and hope along the way. There is an article in the final publication of O Magazine all about the rights, the rights that bind us. It literally says this, in good times, they stitch us together. In hard times, they soothe our souls. In moments raging from the everyday to the exceptional, rituals remind us that we belong. So we asked O readers to share the traditions that year after year make life richer. There were about 40 listed. I was crying as I read it. Yet in this episode, I want to share 10 of my favorites because they may spark something in you like they sparked something in me. 
Okay, Fear Boss, a quick pause to tell you about a podcast I think you'll love. It's a it's a podcast called Activate, and the host is Laura Holloway. Uh, she's a member of the Soul Fire Productions family, and I have to tell you about her. So she was a competitive volleyball player. She was even committed to Penn State University at the age of 16, but due to some injuries and reconstructive surgeries on her knee, everything had to change. And she had this like dream of being a professional athlete. And once that was over, she had to really get serious about looking at other paths. And she also quickly learned about the opinions of others and how they were controlling her life. Um, Hell yeah. Who else has been there? The opinions of other people stopping us. Well, over the last 10 years, Laura began viewing her obstacles as opportunities. Hello, no mistakes, only gifts to create great change within herself and the lives of others. And her podcast leans in. So Activate, her podcast is really your one-stop shop for all things mind, body, and soul elevation. If you are ready to dig deep and get the fuck out of your own way, then this is another podcast that will light the way. Check out Activate. I think you'll like it. All right, so let's dig into the 10 rituals in the last ever edition of O Magazine that I loved the most. Okay, so the first one comes from Coriala Roca in Union Township, New Jersey. I could be brutalizing her name, but I want to give credit where credit's due. And again, this is all in Oprah's magazine uh, on page 112 is when the article starts. But anyway, uh, Coriala writes, I'm a recce master and I teach the five recce principles in my classes, but I also repeat them to myself every day. They help me stay grounded and live in the moment. So right before I leave my house, every time I leave, I say, just for today, I will not be angry. Just for today, I will not worry. Just for today, I will be grateful. Just for today, I will do my work honestly. And just for today, I will be kind to others. And I'm already emotional. That is so beautiful. Just for today, just for today leans into what we talk about all of the time, that working in small windows, focusing on what you can do today is really the greatest gift you can give yourself because none of us know what's going to happen tomorrow. And I just thought that was so beautiful. So when you pass through a doorway, when you leave your house, when you step into a new environment, remind yourself that just for today, you can do anything you desire. All right. So the next one comes from Lisa in Los Angeles. And she writes, my partner and I paint inspirational rocks and hide them for people to find as a part of the hashtag kindness rocks project. Okay. First of all, that is amazing. She paints daily peace signs, flowers, and messages like you are perfect. And then I place the rocks in our neighborhood, in our local parks, at the beach. And I always send out the intention that whoever will benefit the most will find one. Sometimes I'll retrace my steps to see whether the rocks are gone 
And they always are. Oh my God, I am so obsessed with that. And it makes me want to start like a Courage Rocks project or a self-love rocks project and put like self-love aspirations on rocks and place them throughout uh, my neighborhood parks and spaces. I just think what a beautiful way to pay it forward and what a cool idea to take into 2021. Okay, the third one is from a woman named Galina or Galina. I might be saying that wrong. And she is in Washington. She says, and I love this one. Every night before I go to sleep, I forgive everyone, including myself. (laughs) Every night before you go to sleep, can you start? This beautiful practice of forgiving anyone who's wronged you that day, who hurt you that day, who upset you that day, including the most important person in your life, which is your damn self. Okay, so number four, this comes from Hope Gatston in San Diego. She writes, it's exhausting to carry other people's emotions around with you. So I take energy breaks regularly. The fear boss, this sounds a lot like a vibe check. She writes, I'm a biomechanics specialist, a type of joint and muscle therapist. After I see a client, I energy break from them by rubbing my hands together and saying, what's yours is yours. And what's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. And what's mine is mine. I push one hand out and place my other hand over my stomach and say, I lovingly return you to you and me to me. I lovingly return you to you and me to me. You can energy break from anyone or anything, including coworkers, husbands, and friends. I thought this one was so beautiful, especially with holidays and um, energy vampires in our life. And maybe for those of us that have to be around people that are difficult on the regular, sometimes by choice or not, can we release ourselves of that negative energy by running a similar ritual and practice by rubbing our hands together and saying, what's yours is yours and what's mine is mine. And that I lovingly return you to you and me to me. All right. Number five. I love this one. This comes from Jamie in Memphis. She writes this. At the end of the day, I put on a fancy robe, mix a cocktail, and have a drink with my ancestors. During this year's isolation and upheaval, I have found solace in sitting with the images of people who have survived much more dire times, but still made room for triumph and joy. Oh, this one immediately made me think of my sweet Grammy and my grandpa. And I have this photo in my office of them during the the depression, holding my dad, who is the oldest of nine. And I have, it's this beautiful black and white photo, but now I think I'm going to sit with it. And I think I'm going to have a cocktail with it from time to time to not only honor them and to honor who I am and where I came from, but to honor the fact that you can rise up out of really dire situations and circumstances and become even better and braver on the other side. So I thought that was such a beautiful spiritual idea for maybe some of us to practice this holiday season. 
Okay, number six comes from China Meyer in California. She writes this. I go lie down for a few minutes and then when I wake up, I pretend it's a new day. So I thought that was so awesome. Short, sweet, and to the point, which is why I love a good 20 minute nap in the middle of the day, because I love this opportunity to wake up and be reborn again. You certainly feel refreshed after a nap, but I love how she writes. I go lie down for a few minutes and then pretend it's a new day when I wake up again. So if you need to check yourself in the middle of the day, maybe this is a great way to do it. Okay. Number seven. And I love this one. Love, love, love. And this is a fear experiment that I may be trying out this weekend. Um, Mandy in Alberta writes this. I turn off all technology from Friday night to Saturday night. She calls it hashtag tech Shabbat. I hope I'm saying that right. And then she goes, it's a thing. So maybe we all have our tech sabbaticals and we start turning off that technology from Friday night to Saturday night and catch a damn vibe. Okay, so number eight, I love, love, love this one. And this one made me cry too. If you're a dog person, an animal person, a cat person, a lizard person, a bird person, if you've got an animal in your house, you're gonna love this. So this is a ritual from Catherine in British Columbia. She writes, I say good night and good morning to my dogs always. I also tell them any plans that include them as in today, we're going to go for a drive. And if I leave home without them, I say I'm going to work and they know the word. It helps them feel safe and loved. And it does the exact same Thing for me. So I love this. Now, my dogs, Tito and Jameson, are going to start getting it talking to. Lord knows I'm already talking to them, but I love this. Okay, today, here's what we're going to do. This is what you get look to look forward to. And then um, mom's going to work or mom's going here and I'll be right back anyway. Uh, as an animal person, I thought that was such a fun, playful and beautiful ritual. And I think it could be a fun one for you to start practicing with your kids. Okay, number nine, number nine. This one comes from Suzanne in Virginia. She writes, occasionally and affectionately. Oh, I love this. And I, I, I don't know why this makes me want to cry. All these make me want to cry. She writes, occasionally and affectionately. I touch a wall, any wall in my home. And I say, I love you, little house. Thank you for keeping us safe and sound. That is transformational, it's profound, it's beautiful. And when you live in deep gratitude for all the blessings that you have and that you realize um, anything can go away at any moment, you really profoundly turn on your connection to what really matters. And so since I've read that, I, I, I've started going around my house and touching walls specifically before bed. And sometimes in the early morning, when I wake up, just saying, thank you house for keeping me safe. Thank you house for being my house. And thank you house for holding my family and my hopes and my dreams, right? Such a beautiful, profound and important ritual. Okay, and last but not least, this one comes from Karen in British Columbia. Again, she writes, every Christmas, my sister and I exchange angel ornaments to hang on the tree in memory of our mama. So maybe, maybe 
You've lost someone you love this year um, in this life. And maybe, maybe you start a new tradition of hanging an angel or something special to you on your tree that reminds you time and time again that they're always with you. Okay, Fear Boss, so I hope those rituals, those rites that bind us inspire you as much as they inspire me. And oh my goodness, I'm going to miss that magazine so, so much. But I know that when one door opens, another kicks open. So talk to me on Instagram. Let me know which one was your favorite. What are you going to try out first? And let me know what rituals you have with your family, with your loved ones, and for your yourself. I want to learn from you. Oh, listen, I can't wait to be here again with you next week on the Fear Boss Airwaves. And until then, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all the things and keep vibing and thriving. <laughs>